to the Waking Up From Work podcast. My name's Dave Swillam. Let's get ready to hustle. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to the Waking Up From Work podcast. You're listening to episode 47 tonight. Welcome back to the podcast, Facebook. Welcome back to the podcast, Instagram. There's a lot more people hanging out here. Thank you for hanging out with me on Thursday night. I am house-sitting for someone right now. So I literally drove from that house back to where I live at so that I could podcast tonight. And I do have a mobile setup, but there's just been too much living out of a suitcase in that place that I really wanted to just come back here in this tiny little bedroom that is mine. You know, this is my place. So drove on back over here so I could podcast with you guys tonight. No Ryan. So it's another solo episode. Ryan has a temperature of like 100 degrees right now, I want to say. I don't know, something like that, but he was super sick and I told him to stay the hell away from me and not to spread his germs through the microphone to you guys right now. I'm flying solo again today. For those of you that listened last week, that was another episode, super edible. Uh, By that, I just mean like 30 minutes is really what I'm aiming for with these solo ones or else I really blabber on more than I already did to kick this episode off. So today is going to be a follow-up ish type of deal to last week, but not entirely. So if you're just tuning in now, but didn't listen to last episode, you definitely don't have to, but this could also really go with last episode as well. So last episode was me kind of talking with people. And if you didn't listen to last episode real quick, it was, is I've been hit up by a lot of people recently saying, Hey, I want to start a podcast up and nothing gets me more excited about that. And I'm jacked up on it. But also in a lot of those micro conversations, I heard people hesitating on actually starting it. Be not even like really knowingly or like nothing, nothing hard on them for it because it's something that they've never done before. I literally did the same thing. But what I hear in all of it was kind of like a, you know, I'll start it when blank happens. I'll start it when I have a better microphone or I have a microphone. I'll start it when, you know, I have it ready. I'll I'll start it when I can make it better. And that really got me back into a conversation that I've been pretty forward on lately. This is like a conversation, pretty much this whole podcast is like a conversation to me five years ago as a creative. If I could tell myself these things and speed the process up, that's kind of what I'm putting out. And hopefully there's not a lot of me five years ago out there because that guy is kind of nuts. But if there is, this is for you. So today I really wanted to talk to all creatives from every single background and Zachary let my opinion out of the bag really quick into Instagram tonight, but it is, do I make tons and tons and tons of creative? Do I make music? Do I make art or photography or video or t-shirt designs or whatever the hell it is that you guys are doing out there? Do I do that a lot? And maybe it's not perfect. Or do I wait and make the most perfect things every once in a while? Zachary said what I was thinking. 
And that's my opinion now. It wasn't initially. So that hesitation of, should I start a podcast? I will when I get the better mic. Should I start a recording studio? I will when I get my Neve preamps, whatever it is. Should I start this? I'll start it when, and making that perfect thing. My opinion when I started, my opinion as an earlier musician, less confident. My opinion as an earlier audio engineer, less confident. And don't get me wrong, guys, I'm down on myself nonstop. That's just kind of like the artist way it feels like. Maybe there's someone five years past me that's like fully, finally, completely confident in everything they put out and cheers on you. But it's not like I'm uber confident now, but I have less of a problem with releasing things more frequently. And that's my opinion really is I think that you should create and release the most frequent creative that you possibly can as perfect as you can make it in that amount of time. That's my opinion. So I'm not saying to anyone, you know, start the podcast up. If you have crazy background noise, like you have an industrial fan next to you and you have a dog on your head and you have this crazy stuff going on and the podcast is like impossible to hear, which actually I'm having some technical issues pop up on me. So I'm not saying go out and, and, and release crap all the time and that's a good thing. I think that people are able to understand something. So like I think I was talking about on last episode and put out on a couple episodes, like an intro and outro to the podcast on a pair of Apple earbuds that I was recording it on when I was walking back and from the airport at night. The reason why I didn't feel bad about that over using my SM7B is because I explained it and people understood the context. So, I mean, I'm not saying don't put out content that's on the run because people like that content anyway, if they understand it. I'm also not saying put out, you know, your t-shirt design, your music, your pictures, whatever it is, and put out shitty things frequently because that's not going to help your brand and it's going to probably hurt you a lot and, and, and not be good. So I'm definitely not saying that. I'm not saying if it's not done, just put it out and put crappy stuff out. What I'm saying is putting out creative that you do. So you're writing a song frequently or you're making your design or whatever it is, putting that out, putting a timeline and making it as perfect as you possibly can and then releasing it and agreeing with yourself on that timeline and coming true to it is really the way that I think that it needs to be. Because one one main thing, like first and foremost, is you can't you can't make it perfect. And so like one thing, like if you're a musician out there, and this is me talking from kind of the stuff that I like. But everyone talks about like this tool record that came out not too long ago, right? First of all, it's fucking amazing. So like, don't get me wrong. It's awesome. Like they, they spent their time on it, but you have a record that comes out like every like 10 years or whatever it is. All the major tool fans are going to stack up right on me because I don't know how long it's been, but it's been a long effing time and you know it. You can come out with a record every amount of time. They kind of have the ability to do that because they've already done what they had to do to kind of be in a space to like literally allow themselves like that amount of time monetarily to do from income. And that's amazing. If you can do that, I guess fine. But 
you take that and you put it against like a pop artist or like let's take another like metal realm per you know group that's not so metal anymore but bring me the horizon recently as a band has switched from doing full albums and eps down to they're really releasing singles now that's kind of nuts it's kind of the way that i think you know my own band even as an indie rock band is probably going to go only because of attention span but the point of that is could bring me the horizon make an amazing record if they spent 10 years on it and put in that extra time to write different things maybe they would write it better i don't know i like both of those two things that are out but i do know that i think about certain bands and certain things more often and i can be more engaged as a fan when i when i am able to consume or see it more often and so you know art itself is not perfect and that's really kind of the way in my mind it should be where the best things that i like usually about a record when i'm recording a new artist are usually that fluke vocal take that they made when they weren't thinking enough about their their melody or maybe they you know they were messing around on their phone and they just like I left the track on and they recorded over it anyway and they're just like messing around literally not thinking or paying attention and they just sung it anyway because they practiced so much or you know that vocal take or that drum take when the artist was grueling tired they've been doing it the same take for hours and they did it so tired in that emotion of just like let's get done with this let's just be done if it's like an angsty song you can feel that in the playing and it's amazing or flip side to that they like say it's like a uh you know a, a nervous thing maybe they're they're nervous to it in those vocal warm-ups there's 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 literally times where people are are doing it the first take you know, I've gone to a bunch of Audio Engineer Society conferences and watched these producers break down Fleetwood Mac songs, Michael Jackson songs, all these other songs. And so many times you see it's literally the first take they did when they thought it was a warm up or it was a mistake or something like that. And they were just going with it. The first take is the best. And the reason why is the imperfection. People associate great art with imperfection. And imperfection doesn't mean shit, right? If those vocal takes had crazy noise once again, and they were just like, you're like, what is going on? It, it probably still isn't going to do well because it's, it's like frustrating for you to consume. But that emotion in it, that, that's part of the art. And so you need to know where to di differentiate what is perfect for perfection's sake. Maybe I, edited these drums and sorry non-musicians for all of these musician uh stories or, or analogies and things like that but they they were they go right out into anything that you're doing maybe the drums didn't have to be perfect if it wasn't that type of song maybe it's the type of song they do but the other thing doesn't need to be perfect maybe i shouldn't be auto-tuning on this take because you have to fit the creative with what it is that you see as perfection and also the way that people relate to it is a lot of amazing art isn't perfect. And sometimes a, a bunch of different things happen. If we're not releasing things, we can't have fans be as engaged 
or love the thing that we do as frequently. And if we're making something too perfect, sometimes it's not really the art that we need to be making on it. I need, you know, a website before I can do it. I need all these things before I do whatever it is that I'm doing. I would say that making your album perfect, making making your photograph perfect, making your whatever it is perfect, oftentimes, I'd say 90% of the time, the reason you're doing that is because of imposter syndrome and being afraid to release the art. And we've talked about it on the show before. Art is like a baby. Like you literally had a baby and you're saying, is my baby ugly? This thing that I've created that is like a piece of me, like a DNA, the DNA of me in the world, living, breathing entity formation of me. Is it ugly or not? That's what you're doing. And then, and then if someone doesn't like your art, it's legit. Like you ask them that and they're like, you have an ugly baby. It's ugly. Not an attractive baby. I, I'm worried about what that baby will look like when it's older. That's like, damn. So like, I understand it. And, and I've been on both sides. Like I've been on sides where I don't want to release the music. And then I do. And people are pumped up on it. And I'm like, I still don't like it. And then I've been on sides where I thought I was cool with it. And then I release it and people don't like it. Right. But a lot of times we use perfection as a way to stop ourselves from putting the art out. And it has nothing to do with who's consuming it, who's growing the business, who's listening or looking or watching what we are putting out there. A lot of it has to do with us as creatives. And that's just something that's a part of us. And it doesn't matter how much practice you have. It's still something that I work on on every record. There's still, I, I catch it. It's almost like you don't get rid of it, or at least I don't. It's like you just get better at seeing that you're doing it and then calling yourself out on the bullshit. So it's like, you know, lately uh, I have my second EP out for my own indie rock band. The first album took like three years to come out. It got tracked in 2015 and came out even longer. It came out in 2019 is when it actually got released. Granted, there are other factors in there that happened, like members leaving. And there, there were some excuses that I had, but not enough excuses to fill like four years of time of not releasing it. Right. So I, this last record, I tracked much quicker to the release of it where probably not more than five or six months in, I was already done recording another EP and I'm speeding up how quick that I'm getting things out because of the things that I said. Also, another reason is that perfection and the way that we perceive perfection on the creative also changes over time because I would you know, be daring enough to say that most people give some type of shit in any way and they're going to try to get better over time. You're getting to be a better artist or creator or business owner. Like you get better at what it is over the time, which is more of a reason to do more of it because you'll make more mistakes quicker. You will learn quicker from other people and you'll be doing things to get a response quicker. But I've worked with artists in the past on their records and recording it at one point in time, if 
I was slow in engineering it for whatever reason, maybe stuff against, you know, not my ability or within my realm of abilities, whatever reason I've worked on records where it was recorded and it took like a year to come out. That happens. You know, I do other stuff in the meantime, but there is records that come out like that. What happens is if you don't do it kind of quick in some way, you get better equipment or you get a better space or you get better at what you do to create or you get better in all these different ways. And then you want to go back. If you have that perfection mindset, you go back in and try to change things. I'm not going to go back into that 2015 record that I put out in 2019 because I got a newer cab in 2020. Why? It's a better cab. I think that it's a better cab. I think that it would sound better on that record. But I realized that that record was what it was at that time was the me at that time that wrote that content that should be portrayed in that time. And in many cases, your fans or your customers are not going to give a shit. And it's a waste of your time. And stuff like that happens when I when a record takes that long. I've definitely seen it where bands want to re-record all of their drums or they want to re-record all of their, you know, I'm going to scratch out all of these synths and do this other thing, or I'm going to do this and this other thing, and I'm going to change out all these things because they change as artists and they should change as artists. And that's a good thing that they're changing, but it's a bad thing that the creative or the art is coming out that slowly and that we're forcing ourselves to recreate as we go instead of sending out learning changing adapting then putting out more things with the influences that you literally influence yourself to do and that's where i think that what your output is truly becomes better when you allow yourself to put things out more frequently act and do more frequently even if you don't feel incredible on it maybe you don't feel super confident on it you know when we all start somewhere, but you learn by doing. You can't, the best way to be in business is to be in business is a way that I really believe. And so the best way to get better at your art and truly make it better is to put art out constantly and get better at it. And so another thing that I like to say to people is think about that story that you hear. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, it doesn't make a sound, that riddle. How different is that from your fans or your customers? If you're an audio engineer or a voice actor or a musician or a photographer or whatever it is, and you don't generate anything and you don't create anything, but like you have all of it, right? It's all in your hard drive or it's in your, you know, art studio or wherever it is. It's all somewhere but no one gets to enjoy it but you and like in all honesty you probably don't even enjoy your own work because you're an artist and we just are always on ourselves and that's fine but if you are not putting content out you're not putting creative out and people can't enjoy it then does it make a sound how about that for a pause was that more epic if the creative's not out there and no one can enjoy what you're doing, then is it really even worth it? The market will tell you if it's bad. 
they will tell you. I mean, we live in an age where, you know, God bless you guys for humoring the hell out of me on this Instagram feed. Everyone's been super chill. But we live in a time where people will put what they feel like in the comments. You will know if it's bad or good. You don't have to be the judge of it. And in fact, you really can't be the judge of it because you you can't really dictate how good or bad what it is that you create is. You need other people to to really tell you that. And I would never take away the feeling from someone of, you know, I have friends that write every morning 5 a.m. That's just a discipline they do. They do it as a way to make more so they have more things that end up better, which is a thing that can happen. And, you know, like it's kind of like a, a sales analogy. You know, you miss every shot that you don't shoot, right? It's kind of the same way for those people who are creating every single day where they know that they're going to put out bad songs or bad creative, and then they do that to make more things to give themselves a better shot at making something that's awesome. And what and tangent aside, I would say that I'm never going to take it away to create art to not release for the feeling for you and the release for you as an artist to create. I have songs that I will never release. And that's okay. Like I have songs that mean a lot to me that I wrote for for people that passed away or, you know, like very serious songs that I've written that at the time I wrote because I was broken and I probably will never release them. Like, I think I, I have in like some small ways, but not on major platforms. I'll never take that away from you. I'm never telling you to not create all the time and then release every possible thing in the planet. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that you miss every shot that you don't take with your fans, with your customers, because you will get feedback from them if they don't like it, but you can't get feedback if they don't even know that you're creating. Listen, if you want to do whatever it is that you want to do, then do it and don't fear the suck. If you, if you suck at it, you're going to know you're going to get better, but you know, I, I couldn't work with some of the artists that I work with right now if I didn't start recording people for free in my basement on terrible equipment and doing a terrible job on it. There's plenty of records that I've recorded out there that the bands never released because they hated it. There's plenty of stuff that, that I never released because I put it, I did it or I acted on it when I sucked at it. And there's plenty of things now that I don't release because I don't like it, but I'm getting quicker and more frequent at putting out things. I mean, this podcast, thank everyone, first of all, I should have said that, who has listened all this time on this podcast, because we're about to be at 50 episodes, which I never thought I would be at. And there are some people that have listened to this from the beginning. Thank you from the bottom of my heart because that's nuts. And you probably know more than me, you know, more about me than a lot of my best friends or family. Like, you know, a lot about me because that's like two years of my life of a a lot of change in my life. But I would say for this or for anything, you know, I'm not a hundred percent confident in, 
in every one thing that I put out, but there are things that I, you know, maybe if I never started the podcast, there's people that I would have never met in this piggy banks on piggybacks on last episode. I don't know why I'm making shit up tonight, but there's people that I wouldn't have met if I did this. There's people that you wouldn't meet if you didn't try doing like the hobby or creative or business or whatever it is that you did. There's people in your lives that you wouldn't have met if you didn't try to be in a band. There's best friends. There are, there's so many things that ripple out when you create that you don't understand. And you unfortunately don't see when you don't do it. You just are missing out on it. So if you are someone that is holding off on sending something out, if you're someone that has never released the thing that you've thought about doing or you have been doing and you have it sitting on your hard drive, you know, I really encourage you this week to set a time. It doesn't have to be right the second. I'm not saying just throw it out there if it truly isn't ready, but set a time on your schedule when you are going to release that into the world and just get that out, move on hear what people think, get better, react, and move is really what I want to get out there for people. For people that are after it and doing it, that's awesome. For people that need that extra push, have me be your bully. Um, let me know. This is going to cap out this episode, guys. I really, I, I went super soapboxy because I was really into this and I was like talking in my car on it. But let me know on our Facebook or on Instagram on here. I'll probably put like a micro clip of this or, you know, at Dave wake up on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know if there's any content that you just set a time when you're releasing it. Tell me when that time is. I want to know, you know, when are you starting that business? When are you launching that album? When are you changing up that space? Like, let me know when is it that you are going to do that thing. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. If a bunch of you, you shout at me, I can't hold you accountable to it. But I feel like pen to paper a lot of times, you know, just like when you're signing on to an agreement, even if it's not a legit agreement, it just feels like you committed to it. And uh, I would just love to know about it because I need to do it myself. I have no release date yet for my record. I just bitched you all out and I have no release date for my thing. So I got to do it too. I will, uh, I will put a set. How about this? I will commit to you guys that I will set a release date for my EP and I got to figure it out. It's not anywhere through production, but that's going to be my only, my, uh, my bitch out from doing this episode to myself and, uh, anyone that wants to join me on that, I would have a lot of, uh, love and support for you to join me in releasing some creative. So thank you guys for joining me on Instagram live. Thank you guys for joining me on Facebook live next week, uh, 7.30 PM Eastern, same time, same shitty little room that I will be hanging out in. You're going to be listening to episode 48. Ryan should be back. Give him some good vibes so that he can eat some extra oranges or something and get better. And we're going to be hanging out with the boys from the better band bureau podcast. Shout out to James. There's a lot of cool Vermonters that I'm starting to get connected with that know a hell of a lot about being in a band. And we're going to talk about different revenue streams for artists, different things that they've seen in their life when they've been working with venues and Vans Warped Tour and stuff like that. 
And then we have some other really cool guests heading into March, heading into episode 50. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. I will see you next time on the Waking Up From Work podcast. <music>